picture on a new thing and you didn't grasp what we did yesterday and there's nobody to to take care or hold your hand or make you understand or you know what i'm saying if you excel in math and you're good at math i mean they treat you like you're a good math student but i think all the people who aren't good at math i don't know if, if for one if i ever could have even afforded a tutor let alone afforded the time to utilize a tutor but two I don't think that if you're good, I mean, if you're poor at math, that anyone ever, ever tries to like address that or dig into that. They go, no, right. you just need to practice. Right. It's like, no, I don't think practicing what I, what I don't understand will lead me to a solution. I need somebody to help me understand. I'm a child, nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. it's like, no, don't. I, yeah, I, I know. I know exactly what you mean. That's kind of like, I never thought about it that way, but that's a, a very um, uh, sub, subconscious on my end, but a very passive way on like the educational system's end to just like give up on their youth. It's like, well, that was the day you missed it. You missed the flight. Exactly. Because when I started teaching and I started with fifth graders mm-hmm. and I never <laughs> I always wanted to teach like second and third grade because it's like, okay, I got that math. Mm -hmm. But when I got to fifth grade and you have to go into geometry and algebra and I was like, man, I got to reteach myself the stuff. And I realized there were just a couple of, of steps that I was missing in something in somebody's class. Mm -hmm. And once I understood those concepts, everything else just fell right into place. Mm -hmm. But nobody explained it that way. Like, you need to get this, you have to master this right here. And once you get that down, you'll be fine. Yeah, they, 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 teach, they teach math like everything's important and nothing's important. We're just going to teach you the whole goddamn dictionary. Right. Here's the whole dictionary from word A to word Z. We're not going to teach you the relativity of using language or how to apply any of this math or mechanics or any of this stuff. We're just going to tell you that it exists and you should be able to do it and know it for a reason that nobody can really clarify or explain. And so, yeah, for me, I just gave up on it. I was like, I'm good at drawing. I'm really good at drawing. I know the day that I didn't learn long division. And ever since I didn't know long division, um, it fucked me up. Because after long division, you learn fraction. (laughs) And I can't, I don't know shit for fractions. And after fractions, you learn decimals. And nigga, I I swear to God. You don't know decimals. Now, you know if I didn't learn the long division part. (laughs) (laughs) Decimals fuck me It all builds on each other. Mm -hmm. You ready? I've been recording this whole time. You've been recording this whole time? (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome to the House of Afro's Capes and Curls. That was a deep dive into the poor education system. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how's everybody doing uh this is alex i'm jade and you are listening to the house of afros capes and curls curls, curls, curls. 2020 2020 um i think it was good to take a little bit of a break it's the 12th of january we didn't come back for like the new year's day episode but i listened to a lot of podcasts that were doing the new year's day episode and it made me kind of self-conscious i was like man we don't love our fans like they love them. <laughs> they love their fans. <laughs> no, but uh, how's your how's your New Year's? New Year's is good. Um, yeah, the house has got lots of plans. Um, the house will actually be in a house this year, so we have a space <clears throat> to be able to have game nights and workshops. Um, our young history detective. Where's this house program. at? It's on 24th Street. Hey, 24th Street. Yep, in a beautiful house. It's How far large. from the Union? Down the street. It's on 24th and Wirt. We need to work on expanding 24th Street farther down the street than like three blocks. Because I think Lake, is it Lake Street that's on? Yeah. I think Lake Street as a through street does a lot of things for 24th street. Like that's a very big main road that a lot of cars are coming down, but not so much Lake street as like the strip of 24th street. If we could just get like seven straight blocks North, I know South goes right towards downtown. I get it. 
but I'm just saying, if you go seven blocks north, it's the hood like four blocks away. Like if we could just stretch 24th, just like down the road, you know what I'm saying? Well, historically, yes. that's the way that it was. Yes. And historically, there were some things that cut off access to 24th from downtown. Yes. And, um, but there's a, there's a, a push to revitalize 24th Street. For people that don't know, 24th Street in Omaha was the center of and heart of um, a Black community historically. From, you know my dad be telling me about 24th Street? What? Not that, not that, you know what my dad tells me. You know oh. that my dad tells me. Yeah, like, no. Because my dad is like it was in his 70s. Yeah, it was it was where so North Omaha there was one large black community in North Omaha. There was another black community in South Omaha that people don't often talk about. But 24th Street went through um a black community. There were not just black people there cuz that always bugs me. It's like that it wasn't just black people. There it can never just be black people. Right. Be- it's it's never it's never been just black people statistics don't work like that <laughs> no but the majority of blacks did live in the in the north side of omaha so 24th street was the heart of that community and on 24th street that's where all of the businesses were they were either jewish businesses or black owned businesses because there was a jewish community that was living there people don't have to talk about that either um And the grocery stores, the drug stores, the ice cream parlor, the bowling alley, the roller rink, the nightclubs, the jazz clubs. Um, There was a vibrant nightlife. Uh, Anyone that was part of a chitlin circuit, anyone that was doing jazz music or singing came through Omaha. I tell people that shit all the time. I was like, the fact that the Union Pacific Railroad was like the mm-hmm. mode of transportation back then. There was Chicago, there was St. Louis, there was Omaha, Nebraska. Like, yeah. it, it, it's 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 kind of the forgotten city after like highway system right. happened. But, but Union Pacific starts right outside of Omaha in Council Bluffs, which is right over the bridge. Yeah. So this is a main, a central location for Union Pacific Railroad that does go... Um, east to Chicago and then goes west all the way to California. So, yeah, and past Chicago, but that's just the next major city. But yeah, we'll be on 24th Street, hopefully in a resurgence of community with the House of Afro's Capes and Curls. That's dope. That's dope. You know what else is dope? Drugs. Um, what kind of what kind of drugs? This was a segue into New Mutants. <laughs> very, very interesting segue. Why why drugs, Alex? No, I don't actually have to elaborate. That was just my way of going to the, <laughs> to the next topic. <laughs> okay. No, okay. No, but okay, now that I've deviated everybody's attention, you see how quickly now we're thinking about the next topic? Yeah, yeah. It's like, mm, yeah, okay. I don't know where this is going, but oh, right. nowhere. No, just that's my I should do transitions like that more often. I even shocked you. You were like, whoa. But no, nothing, right. Like not really. Nothing uh, to offer. I don't think we got a bill coming up for marijuana or anything. Nope, it's not on the it's not on the list for things to talk about today either. I have not okay. anything to add about drugs. The new okay. mutants trailer came out and it's so dope like drugs you see what i did yes i see what you do (laughs) and much like drugs i don't take them so i don't agree (laughs) you don't like the trailer (laughs) i I don't think that is a matter of not liking the trailer there's two about to break my heart you about to break my heart no there's, there's two things one i don't do horror so all the jump scares i'm done I'm out. I think, and that's why I think I've, I've watched some breakdowns and I've tried to watch the trailer multiple times. I don't, I don't like to be scared. So part of me just tunes it out. 
doesn't your fear or like anxiety like okay like let's let's take it let's take it like this even on the face that you watch this trailer and you're you're actually like kind of like oh like this is actually scary that like in at least in like a glass half full way adds so much like validity to this movie and it makes me like so excited so excited I see that and I understand it. I know that it's it's probably a good move for I guess it's Fox um to to go in that direction because it is a built-in genre where people who may not even care about um the X-Men or Marvel or superhero genre at all would be interested in that movie. So it's a smart play. I'm just mm. not gonna be there for it. You're not gonna watch it. Probably not. You're the new mutants, Jade. I know, but I don't like jump scares. I I don't. I'm not bothered by jump scares because I feel like jump scares are like pretty clearly broadcasted before they happen. You I know. know? I know. <laughs> I know. That's why I tune out. It's like, oh, it oh, it's about to be scary. Let me look away. And then you know, I don't you look away it. before. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like, You're I don't, like I, that's person. how much I don't like it. It's like, no. Oh my wow. I'm not here for it. My heart is, I'm not as young as I used to be. <laughs> that is not an excuse <laughs> if, you, if you characteristically don't see scary movies. Oh, I just, I'm just not. I'm probably not. Okay, so let's break down the trailer from my point of view. I've watched all the breakdowns. You've okay. watched you watched a breakdown or two as well. Um, mm-hmm. For the audience at home that has not, I mean, like you may be a new time listener. We do we do shout outs? We don't do shout outs. I mean, we should do some shout outs. I need to do. An, let's I do some shout outs. Shout out somebody, Jade. Shout out to Nerd Soul. Nerd Soul, shout out. Nerd Soul YouTuber in LA who gives oh, yeah. us a lot of love. Okay, so I have a friend I went to college with. Her name was Tiffany. And I can't remember her last name, but she was dope. She was a dope chick. Mm. She has a son who is about 12 when she had told me. He might be like 16 now. I don't even know. It's been a we've been doing this podcast for like well, like episode 53 right now. And but I know that he listens to the podcast. Uh, so shout out. Uh, the homie Mike. Mike, I know you listen to the podcast, bro. Uh, this is the New Mutants. I really, really need you to see this movie, bro. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> if I am back in Omaha, let me know, bro. Uh, and we can kick it. Um, shout out to Rolanda and Alex, because I know that they listen at work. Shout out to the first time listeners and the last time listeners. You're both appreciated. That didn't make any sense. No, if you listen the first time, it's your first episode <laughs> listening. Shout out to you. If this is the last time you ever listen to this. No, episode, we don't want it. We don't want it to be the last time. If it's the last time you ever listen to us, still, I, I appreciate you. Also, if you listen to the last episode, shout out to you. That, that was better. First time and last time. You the one who made me explain it. You wasn't vibing. <laughs> anybody who's out there that was vibing, no. Any anybody who felt me when I said it the first time, shout out. That's a double shout out to you. First time and last time listeners. And shout out to all the people that questioned it like I did. That's yeah, for sure. I feel like that's what we offer. We offer uh I was gonna say the coffee and the cream, but we both dark skinned, so we can't be that. No. Mm-mm. It's just coffee. It's just coffee. Uh, With an extra shot. Uh, okay. Am I the extra shot? I'll take the extra shot because I can use it. Shot. I will take it. Oh, see, I'm just, okay. I like that too. I like that too. I'm just like naturally the coffee. Yeah. Naturally. I will take the extra shot. That means I sat in the sun and I've soaked up all that, those vitamins and I got that extra melanin. I was on the tree a little bit too long. They was like, oh, I forgot about this whole tree. It's really absorbed a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> a 
Like, this is ripe. It's so ripe. Oh, my God. <sighs> no, okay. But new, okay. So, The New Mutants okay. is a story on the face of the movie, is a story about five mutants who are in a mental hospital seeking treatment for their superhuman mutant abilities. Okay, so for clarity purpose, the new mutants. Yes. Are these, is this the next generation after the X-Men? Okay, so as far as the X-Men movie history goes, this was supposed to be not a reboot, but a continuation of the universe. Okay. So uh, where X-Men First Class is concerned, this is some continuation offshoot. Okay. So, okay, I have another question. Uh, yeah. The doctor that's in the trailer. Cecilia Reyes. Now, was she in Logan? Um, I don't know. I haven't seen Logan except one time. I really would like to see Logan in black and white because I heard it's really good in black and white. It just like sets like a Western yeah. tone to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel uh, like she's the same doctor that was in Logan that was trying to get the little girl out and get all mm-hmm. those kids safe. If so, that would be dope. Uh, as far as the movie New Mutants is concerned, they were trying to have it have all these like tendrils connecting to all these other other spaces other in the like X Men universe. So it, it, when you watch the if you watch the movie, you'll you'll probably notice that there's a lot of things that kind of allude to other movies. I don't think it's going to be like cameos and hard mentions and like name drops and stuff. But there'll be like, you know, there'll be things that, like you said, you can tell are connected to these other films, possibly the Logan film, uh, but most definitely first class stuff, uh, probably uh, some deeper stuff, maybe Days of Future Past stuff. I don't really know. That's not anything I'm concerned with. I hope there's little of that as possible. And that is for two reasons. Okay. Now, fuck with me, everybody. Fuck with me. Okay. So. New Mutants, the title alone is doing something for marketing. Now, the comic book is called New Mutants, but people who see these movies typically aren't reading the comics. To them, it literally just says New Mutants. It doesn't say X-Men. It says New Mutants. That sounds like a reboot. That sounds like a rejuvenation. That sounds like a rebrand, you know? Uh, to release this movie two years after it was supposed to come out and after Dark Phoenix says that you have like a confidence in this film. Otherwise you wouldn't have released it or you would have just released it in the same year and just dumped everything off the boat as quick as you could. Um, They did a bunch of reshoots for this movie. Spent two years doing reshoots after the film was supposed to come out. And apparently those reshoots were to do a whole bunch of things to make it connect more so to this X-Men universe, um, essentially changing the horror aspect um, and the kind of vacuum of space that horror movies usually take place in to be more like, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, where they always got to have somebody come in and do, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Stuff like that. Uh, Then Fox got bought by Disney and then Disney ordered more reshoots um, for maybe what would be like cohesiveness, cameos, I don't know. Um, According to Disney, um, no, not according to Disney, it was somebody at Fox actually. It was a a dude at Fox who said that the coordination at Fox was so poor that it was hard to get all these actors in the same place at the same time and still have them keep up with the schedules that they have Mm -hmm. to do. And that at Marvel, at Disney, they were actually very, very capable and good at getting these people to be scheduled in the same window of time to be in the same place to do these reshoots. So we were told that Disney was now doing reshoots to make this movie whatever Disney wanted it to be, right? So 
it comes to November of last year. And it turns out that Disney is going to put out the director's original cut of New Mutants. They're not going to take out any of the stuff that he put in. They're not going to put in any of the stuff that Fox told him to add. They're not going to do any of the supposed reshoots that they did. They're going to take what he did the first time and just put it out. And that makes Hmm. me like very excited. Okay. Very excited. That that says that says a confidence to me. Um, Maybe they did do the reshoots. Maybe they have some weird cameo at the end or secret ending or something. But one, it is called New Mutants. So that sounds like a rebrand. It doesn't sound like X-Men Volume 2 or Marvel's X-Men. It sounds like an origin story for the mutant gene, not for a team of five kids. It sounds like we're starting the story right now. And two, it is the original cut of the movie. So whatever he did that first time, Disney and Marvel feel comfortable enough to show us that in its form. And if we like it, Hmm. I wonder how how involved Kevin Feige is. <clears throat> I know he has to oversee it. When you watch the, the trailer, you'll see that it says Marvel. It no longer says in association with Marvel, like mm-hmm. X-Men movies do. But you know, what I also noticed about the trailer, it doesn't say it's coming out in theaters. No. The release date is April 3rd, I believe. But no, they haven't put a date on the trailer. Um, this is stuff that I know from being a nerd on the deep webs. But that, yeah, April 3rd is the, re- is the re- supposed release date. Um, and in two days, it had 5 million views on YouTube. Mm. So. Well, I think there is lots of room for x-men universe right now there is especially a start off phase four that's also that's also the other thing this would be the first movie in phase four Hmm. so there's a lot of things setting this up and i think people aren't i wouldn't say people are sleeping on it but i would say this is the kind of thing where if it's good if 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 it's good that will be the origin story for X-Men. That this is a mutant gene. The mutant gene is horrifying to everybody involved. Um, they, they fight to control and sustain their powers, but truly they're heroes at heart. That's the story, you know, of all of them. That's all, their, all of the X-Men, every mutant on earth, that's, that's their story. And I feel like to have that story be so literal in the cinematic universe, I think that's dope. I think that's re- that's very good. You because it it again is the new mutants, but it is not technically, in a marketing or branding standpoint, a story about the team called the New Mutants, which is one of my favorite teams. Which is also why I'm hyped. But as far as like. What I really hope this movie is good. I'm, if you can't tell, I just really hope. I, the movie yes, I can. I could. It has tell. to be fire. It has to be fire. I could tell. If it's not fire, I'm going to be upset, Jade. Because well, I'm, if we, I think we put a lot of faith. I put a lot of faith <clears throat> in the hands of Kevin Feige. He has done a phenomenal job at having a vision. And it has benefited the franchise. So if they did reshoots, but he saw the original cut and said, go with that. Yeah. And that's, oh. what, I, that's what I mean, too. I was like, hmm. And again, it doesn't mean that there weren't reshoots or that they didn't use some of the reshoots or there's something that they put in. <clears throat> Because Kevin Feige recently said that they do reshoots not because reshoots are mistakes, but because sometimes something you think of at the end um, that is really good in that pot of stew and it, it needs to be added. And so they go and do do reshoots. Right, um, right. He spoke about it very positively. Um, and so 
if they did a reshoot, maybe they had something that they felt they could add. But if they saw that original cut and they felt like they this original cut had something about it that they did, they just wanted to sh- they wanted to show. Right. Um, that's I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And Especially, I, th- I think that because because that's what's happening, it's probably going to be a much better movie than if they had kept it with Fox and done a bunch of stuff to it, which I'm mm-hmm. I'm betting they already did. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they shopped the hell out of that movie, chopped the hell out of the movie. Because, because I mean, I don't know. You have to have a vision for this stuff. Mm-hmm. Because it it doesn't the reason that Kevin Feige and um uh, what's his name that did the first Iron Man movie um um why am I forgetting his name I don't know and I can see his face happy John Favreau John Favreau John Favreau has a vision for this kind of work mm-hmm. because he is a nerd so he understands. Like the Mandalorian, I know that in the hands of somebody else, it would have been garbage. But he had a vision for how this works in space. It's just a Western in space. It's a spaghetti Western that's on another planet and you don't overthink it. But other people that may want to be a part of this have mm-hmm. done movies and they add so much to it that it confl- conflates the story and it's garbage. It doesn't have to be that complicated. No, no. And I, I, I agree. Kevin Feige is like, that's his bag. Like, nah, just do your thing. I trust you. Do your thing. Don't, I mean, if you fuck it up, I'm not going to take any blame. It wouldn't be my fault. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like all the Terminator movies that have come out and it's like, they just keep making it worse. Because <laughs> taking, taking a very simple idea mm-hmm. and making it more than it absolutely needs to be. If you just strip it down to what is the story about? Tell that. You don't need yeah. all the visual effects in the world because I'm telling you, did you, did you ever see the Mandalorian? Yeah. The Mandalorian is amazing. Yo. And there's not a whole lot of special effects in that. That's um, um, like, what do you call it? When like green screen, except I mean, uh, baby Yoda is a puppet. He's not CGI. It's mm-hmm. like, that's that's the word right yeah it's not he's mm-hmm. not see he's not a cg character he is a practical puppet that's you know people are very split on that what the controversy on on whether the the show is cheesy or whether the show is uh authentic because of I, yeah. stuff like that personally i i i need that jurassic park is like still to me one of the most incredible movies of all time because of the mixture of puppeteering and the mixture of computer graphics. You can't have a hundred percent of either one. If you right. want to have a believable thing, I don't know. It, it just, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work because then you end up with the scorpion King. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> then you end up with things like that. You do. Yeah. Now, Gollum works because that's motion capture. I was still a physical person running around, and they perfected it. But all this other CG, CG that people are doing, I will never get that image of, of the rock out of my head. And it was horrible. Hey. Whenever, and you get the I image think about of the rock out of your head, you should about, look at Britain. Bad CGI. The Rock. Scorpion King. Should look up what? If you think the the Rock is bad to look at in the Scorpion King, you should look up Brendan Fraser today. Oh, that is bad. No. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> it was cool. He's not listening to the show. 
he's still a better um he's still better than Tom Cruise. Uh I honestly have only seen one Tom Cruise movie and it was that one with Cuba Gooding Jr. What is that called? Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. I've seen Jerry Maguire. Does that count? He's the same person in every movie. That's more like an ensemble movie. That's not like his movie. Right. And that's probably the one I like the least. But... I don't know. I Why like, did we get on Tom Cruise? Why are we talking about Tom? Let's stop. Let's stop. I don't know. Anyway. Let's stop. Fuck Tom Cruise. All I'm okay. saying is, in the hands of people that understand the genre and understand, unlike Martin Scorsese, ooh, oh. that these stories, even though they are in this quote-unquote superhero genre, are at their base and core about people and relationships. And if you get yeah. that, then you're good. Yeah. Have you heard the synopsis for the New Mutants? Um, they have a pretty good like write-up. Hold on, let me pull it up. Talk about, can you vamp for like just a quick second? I just have to like pull it up. Uh, vamp, 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 vamp. <laughs> no. I'm not what, good. nigga? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. Yeah, do a do a rap song. That's no, cool. no, 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 no. I'm not going to rap. Um, I don't think we talked about the Mandalorian. Did we talk about the Mandalorian? No, we haven't talked because I hadn't seen it all those times. <clears throat> so, did you finish Star Wars? No, I only finished uh, still episode uh, two. Not two, uh, four, five, and six. But okay. I've I finished the Mandalorian because I saw that that was like. Okay. Inside. Well, next time we'll talk about Star Wars because, um, since Disney came out, I have realized my love of Star Wars. And, the Clone Wars. I, I didn't. I hadn't watched it before. And then I started watching it once I had them all. I think I watched, I think I tried to watch when it was on Netflix years ago. And I just, I didn't get into it. And then this holiday season, I started watching them all and realized after the second season of Clone Wars, second or third season, this is no longer a kid's show at all. And there's so much Which story. The Clone Wars. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't like Star Wars Rebels. I tried it, and it is dry. Oh, it's it serves a purpose, and there are things in the Rebel um, series that are callbacks to the Mandalorian. I got to season two in Rebels. Um, this is before I was watching The Mandalorian, but I was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. It's like, it's like way too Saturday morning cartoony. Yeah, like, if it was, it's like Avatar is like a level. You know what I mean? Right. It's like a whole level. Yeah. Rebels is like not, it doesn't have the range. It doesn't. Well, see, that's the way that I felt about Clone Wars. Like, this is a kid mm. show. Why am I watching this kid show? I'm a grown I'm a grown woman. Mm. But after the second season, it's like, no, this is not a kid's show mm. at all. And Rebels, I feel like they tried to do some of the same thing. Um, someone told me the se- that Clone Wars, um, in their, t- their take on it, was that Clone Wars was aging up with a group of children. So if it got them at 10, 11, or 12, it was aging up with them. And I feel like Rebels was attempting to do the same thing, and they started younger. Because it does get, there are some things in the last couple of seasons that are a little dark. Like Ezra's whole relationship with Darth Maul is toxic. 
and crazy. Mm. And the yeah, that's not Saturday morning cartoon. It's very adult. There are some very yeah. adult things that happen on Rebels. But the first season or two are their kids shows. And then it go, it grows a little. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to watch Clone Clone Wars because when I was seeing it on Cartoon Network, it looked pretty good, but I just didn't know anything about the universe, so I wasn't really... And they're doing a new season that drops, I think, next month of Clone Wars. It'll be a, a whole new season, so you should watch. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to... Once I watch uh, episode one, two, and three, Clone Wars is on the list. Because that's another one of those like universe building shows. And I really well, like the animation. Well, what you should do, so you need to watch the prequels, right? Yeah, one, two, uh, episode so, one, two, and three. Okay, so watch one and then start Clone Wars. Oh, okay. Because that's, I think that's the timeline. Isn't he only, he's still a baby after Clone, I mean, after the first one, isn't he? He's still at 12. He's a kid in one. He's a teenager in two. Shouldn't I watch it like after two? No, because that's that's Clone Wars is a prequel to the second one, Clone Wars. I think maybe when does that happen? I think I feel like Clone. Oh, I could probably look it up. But I feel like either, mm, I guess you could watch two and then watch The Clone Wars. It's a time jump between two and three? Mm-hmm. Well, not a lot of time, but Clone Wars fills in the gap. Okay, so I should watch it after two. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But back to back to New Mutants. So, so the cast of the of the show is like star studded now. It's like <laughs> it's like when you go back and watch what's that show on Netflix and like Paul Rudd is in it and it's like a camp and who's the other dude? He's in like I Love You Man and he's there and he's like all young. Like all these actors. Oh my God, I can't remember the name. I can't use the reference if I don't have a name. Either way, it's a throwback show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Rain Wilson. I mean, Rain Sinclair is played by, what is her name? I just call her Arya Stark. I'm sorry. That's not, that's rude. <laughs> <laughs> is that who it is? Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't have any idea what you're talking about. In the New Mutants trailer, there's a girl with short hair, and uh, she wears a sweater, and she's short, and she's a ginger, and those are the only descriptions I can give you. There's like five people. (laughs) So there's a ginger, and she's played by Maisie Williams. Ha ha! I did it. Oh, 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 you were looking for her name. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And somebody else. it's throwback Maisie Williams. So Maisie Williams never grew. So it's regular Maisie Williams also. Uh, Maisie Williams and Charlie Heaton, who is in Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have like some names. We have like some name recognition to get people to see this movie now where we did. We probably two, three years ago, we did not have that name recognition. Like, But they... That's when they did the movie, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So they would have released it, and these people would have been like breakout stars. They just did a movie, New Mutants, and now they're on these Netflix shows, or their their seventh season or eighth season of Game of Thrones is coming out. Now it's like, hey, remember Game of Thrones and Stranger Things? They got it. Those two people got a movie. <laughs> that's like that's good publicity. That's like again, the marketing on New Mutants seems to be in a perfect storm right now. Like everything seems to be working for it rather than against it before. But if they want to do another one of these, so if they're going to do a sequel or 
I don't know if I even want a sequel. Then, I I mean, they're getting older. They're not going to look the same. It's been five years since the snap, Jade. Is that going to be... And if we do another New Mutants and it's 2022, if we see any of those people, it's been literally five years, Jade. Oh, because it is part of... See, but that snap. So I was re-watching. <laughs> I was re-watching yesterday, and I was like, why? So Peter Parker went back to school, and his friend Ned was there. Why is Ned at the school? So if Ned, if Ned got snapped. Did Ned get snapped? See, that's the thing. Did he get snapped? Because if he got snapped, then he just got back too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they're all the same age. Yeah. I right. Yeah. But it's been five years. You don't just walk in the door. <laughs> like, does everything just go back to the way it was? You well, kind of, because you saw everybody pop up in that gym. Is that school going to be the same? I mean, maybe it got run down. Maybe it's full now because they changed the curriculum. I mean, oh yeah, they do all kinds of stuff. I think in the in the next movies for all of Phase Four, I think every movie they're probably going to have some way that they're talking about how the snap affected people. Um, I'm sure they're going to talk about it in Wandavision. I'm sure they're going to talk about it in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm sure they're going to they're I'm sure they're going to talk about it a lot. I hope at least that they do. Um, Because Spider-Man addressed a part of it, but I think because the TV, the another TV, I think because the cinematic universe is like episodic, that they can continue to talk about the other things that happened. But yeah, if they just leave it at Spider-Man and say, "Yeah, people just showed up and it was it was whatever." After that, I was like, "No, we have to like let's dig a bit deeper. Maybe Spider-Man just isn't the place to like really get into like what happened." Because I'm gonna tell you right now. If a snap happened and then we all come back, the school system is not going to be able to absorb all those people because the teacher is going to be like, I just got here. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going right back to work. <laughs> and yeah. the system is going to be like, well, we took you out of the system. So we've got to process all your information and that's going to take some time. Nobody's going right back to school. Yeah, they 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 can do more with what's going on as far as like, what happened after the snap, but I think that I think they plan to. Um, um, also, as far as mutants in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I think Phase Four is going to start placing them. Um, I don't think they're going to have X Men movies, but you can start looking for these like Civil War style cameos. And what I mean by that is like Black Panther and Spider Man did not have Black Panther and Spider Man before they appeared in Civil War, right. and that's what you're going to start seeing with the mutants. Um, um, there is a rumor that they're shooting in Madripoor in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, Madripoor is a space in Asia. I think it's near the the the, the Pacific Islands over uh, over there. Um, but um, oh, so so Madripoor is a safe haven for mutants, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier are going to be shooting there. Um, and I'm pretty sure Magipur is like a fake location. I don't know if it's real or fake, but I know like, in the comics it's like... Like the island? Yeah. Okay. Um, and everybody's like, are they gonna, is mutants going to be there? Are they going to show mutants? I don't think they're going to show mutants in the show. I don't think mutants are going to be in the show. But I do think that if they say that it is Magipur where they are, then this establishes that mutants could be here. They've been through here. What Falcon and the Winter Soldier are doing here is independent of us establishing that Madripoor exists in the universe. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I would kind of like to see the new Captain America run up on some mutants. What? I would like to see the new Captain America run up on some mutants. Why do you want Captain America to beat up mutants? Not beat them up, like run up, like meet them. Oh, that's not what run up means. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he would, I mean, there might be a fight initially and then it's like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah, I can see that. 
Because remember what happened with Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. And that's how Ant-Man was introduced. How That's how they brought Ant-Man into the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Was through Falcon. Yeah, I thought that was really good. That's why I'm saying Terrence Mackey. Can't you see him? A- Anthony Mackey. I mean, yeah, that's his name. Who's Terrence? Mackey. Who's oh. Terrence Mackey? I made him Terrence Howard. Shout out to Terrence Mackey <laughs> and Terrence Howard. If you're listening. I took Brody. I took Terrence Howard. I, I put him back into the universe, but he's gone now. Um, But yeah, I could see him meeting after a fight some mutants. I can do it. I wouldn't be opposed to that. And introducing them that way because he could do it. I'm not opposed to that. I'm just not going to put put like a bet in on it. You know, they, I'm pretty sure they're going to be in Madripoor. That's the one thing I do know. And if they're in Madripoor at all, that that's it for me. Mutants exist in the universe. We've announced it already. And so when they say, yeah, there are mutants. I was in Madri- I was in Madripoor and I was hiding out. If they say in Falcon and the Winter Soldier four years ago, or whenever the mutants get established, that yeah, we this is a, a refugee space. We we keep people, we hide people, we're good at hiding people. But yeah, mutants in Madripoor, it makes perfect sense. I remember that. I saw that in the show. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um uh did you hear WandaVision got bumped up? Meaning that it's it's going to come sooner than we anticipated? Yes. WandaVision um, got heard, bumped up to 2020. Well, isn't Hawkeye bumped up too? Yes. As a result of WandaVision being bumped up, it means that it's probably going to take the fall slot, which means that Falcon and the Winter Soldier is either going to get a spring or summer slot. Yeah, I did yeah. see that. Um, I think that all of this is because I wonder how many people dropped Disney Plus after the Mandalorian. Yeah, I was hearing about that, that a lot of people were like, yep, I'm done. <laughs> I don't need this anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it is about consistency, though. But how, how often do we have that conversation about Netflix, even though Netflix uh, versus Disney puts out a crap ton of content? They put out a crazy Dude, amount of content. Like every week, it's like, what, what, when did mm-hmm. they get on there? Mm-hmm. What is that? Like I things that you won't even hear about. Yeah, but they'll pop up in your Netflix feed, and next thing you know, you're watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there are so sure. many comedians that I've never even heard of this person, but that little twenty second clip, it's like, oh, I might watch that while I'm working on something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Disney doesn't have that. They don't have that. Um, they could at least have the consistency to have a rhythm with the shows that they're releasing. If this is about to be done, then make sure you put out that show. And I, I definitely hear what you're saying, that that seems like what they're doing. Um, if they have the show episodic, then that is retention. At least you have that. You have people that are going to come back on that day. But now it's like, well, you need to have people that are continuing to be here. And I think that's going to make them rethink how they do their shows. Because uh, uh, Mandalorian was like eight episodes. Mm-hmm. and. And the Marvel shows are supposedly like six episodes and they're like 30 minutes, oh, 30 to 40 minutes long. I think when they get the chance to do this again, they're going to be like, no, nah, we got like 12 episodes like Netflix. Yeah. Cause I, I needed more Mandalorian. Yeah. I don't feel how everybody feels. Everybody's like the show was too long when it was like the, the daredevil or a, a defender series. They're like, the show's too long. It feels dry. I was like, no, the pacing is perfect. Don't say anything about reducing episodes or how the show feels slow. Mm -hmm. It needs to burn slow. You're not watching a two-hour movie. Right. And I love the fact that even though it was a frustration for me, the episode ended when it ended. It didn't stay with a traditional 45 or 60 minutes. There were some episodes that were what? under 40 minutes and some that were over 40 on the disney shows on the mandalorian like not yeah all Mm -hmm. of those shows didn't they weren't they had different run times yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's like nope we're done the story is over i'm not adding anything more to it (laughs) yeah i love that that was cool that was a good flex Mm -hmm. 
I hated it because it was over, but no, end it when it's when it's done. Oh yeah. They got they got the format right. They just need the they just need a, a higher output of content. Um, but hey, you haven't got your Marvel people yet. That hasn't happened yet. I mean, you have the people who got Disney Plus and they're happy that they're watching X Men and all the stuff that we're watching. But you haven't got the Marvel people yet. When you put out Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you will have the the Marvel people right. and the exodus of Marvel people when they when Falcon and the Winter Soldier is over is going to be a way bigger number <laughs> than, the Star- <laughs> than the Star Wars people. And so I'm sure they saw those, they saw that in the cards. They're like, nah, nah, we can't, yeah. we can't do that. We can't lose that one. I will say they dropped um, Aladdin this week. The new oh. Will Smith Aladdin came on Disney+. Plus. Oh, it's on Disney Plus? Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool, because I was not going to pay a ticket for that. I'll watch it. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I wasn't either. And I I haven't... I was working all day yesterday, and it was a distraction because Will Smith started singing. I was like, what? I can't watch this singing. right now. I don't want him to sing. <laughs> I was like, now I he's can't singing. Watch. I can't watch this right Stop now. Stop singing, Will Smith. If you don't start rapping, goddammit. <laughs> what is that even? That don't even make sense. That don't even make sense. Oh God! He's singing. Yes. Side note: Are you going to see Bad Boys Two? Hell yeah! Three. <laughs> oh, it is three. It is three. Yeah. I need to support that movie because I asked for it, and in life you get what you ask for, and you get it because you asked for it. You know. Yeah. It's it's. I am. So remember when I used to hate on Will Smith? Yeah, like. Uh, like four episodes ago. <laughs> no, I am I am back in love. What? Oh yeah. What you mean back in love? I well, not that I ever like swooned over him. Oh, okay. I was like, what? Yeah. I mean, I did have a DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince poster when I was a teenager. That's lit though. Um, I only put up the half that had Jazzy Jeff on it. <laughs> See, you a hater, nigga. <laughs> you so fucking. <laughs> I did. I was like, I don't want Will. Oh my God. I want Jeff. <laughs> oh my God. That's, That's funny. Not that I, I want didn't somebody like to make him. A, I want somebody but... to make a super cut of this show and put all the times that Jade says she didn't like Will Smith. Please, I do. Me. I've always liked him, but. As far as a heartthrob when I was younger, it wasn't uh, Will. Will looks like my cousins. <laughs> I was uh, like, no. I'm, so I folded it in half and I put Jeff up. It's like, I can't be looking at Will like that. No, he looks like my cousin. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But I love Jeff. But no, he was on someone's program being interviewed about Bad Boys 2 and they asked him, Sway, I think it was Sway, um, and Holly, Heather, Heather, Heather B. Uh, if he still knew how to do brand new funk, and they put the music on, and he tore it up. Still got that. Hmm. I don't want him to do a new album, but it was great for nostalgia purposes. Yeah. But don't so do a new that, album. Oh. Don't do a new album. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, as long as he's not singing. You know? Well, he sings in a lot. Stop. Why Disney, why somebody always got to, just let him do the thing that he does. <laughs> let him do the thing that he does, okay? That's what they did in, and that's what they did in Suicide Squad. They just let him just, they say, here, Will Smith, what, what do you got for this? And he looked at the script. He's like, this is like 30 lines. And he's like, yeah, but like, what can you do with it? You have more lines than like 20 of the other people. All the rest of the lines are going to Harley Quinn. He's like, I can work with 30. And he Will Smith the fuck out of that movie. He did, and he did, and he did his best with them 30 lines. And everybody else got like two lines. Whoo, you know? But don't. Don't give him a, a song to sing. He sang a song. He sang he a song. Sing on summertime. 
He sang a song on a boat. With, oh my God. See, this is why I was like, I don't know if I can watch it. He had a he had a, a jacket that had kente cloth in it. And I was like, what? There you go. Where are you from? That makes, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> Where, what part of Africa oh, yeah. is supposed to be from? He's got, oh my gosh. Okay. We have to move on. We have to move on because I'm going to get mad. Uh, did you see? Did you see Hawkeye is indefinitely canceled? No, they. What I just read a little while ago was that is not true. It's not true. That's what I saw. Rumor debunked, just as I told it to you. That's how I work. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have some other news. The Doctor Strange director is has left the film. Uh. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Because it, it's scary. Well, uh, I feel like Marvel, it takes a certain kind of director to work in that universe, in that cinematic universe. Not everybody is inclined to do it. And if they need to part ways, Separate those ties. It's better than trying to shoehorn a director into a model that they are not going to be happy in and that is not going to benefit the audience in the end. That's true. Yeah, if he's, if his heart's not in it, he should just, yeah, he shouldn't have to be forced. Yeah. He's still staying on as a executive producer, though. So he's going to be like having all the no's. He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that producer means to me is what I've learned. You get to say no in, in meetings. You get to be one of them people at the table that goes, I don't think that Dr. Strange would do that in this situation. And then they have to change it. <laughs> mm. So, yeah. It's kind of like, even though he's not a director, he still sits in a place of power. So um, he'll still be looking at the movie. And I hope that he doesn't pick a, help pick a director spitefully. I hope that he does his best to find somebody that he thinks is capable. Because if he's a producer, I'm sure that he's going to have a say in who the new director is. And I hope that he'd be like, yeah, this person I think could be dope. But mm -hmm. um, the last thing he said um, on his Twitter was that uh, studio mandated release dates are the devil. Um, so he definitely doesn't feel good about Dr. Strange having a set release date already. But I think that, uh, you know, for this episodic way that the show, uh, that the movies and the shows are set up, especially in the future, to be like interlinked and connected for your movie to be like what, like, five years old at this point mm -hmm. since the last movie. Like, isn't that kind of like reasonable to say that like, yeah, we should probably get moving on this like next, like next year. Like when, when would you like to release the movie? Like right. 10 but years? I mean, you know, it, I feel like um, with Dr. Strange, I enjoyed the first one. It was great. Jade, stop it. No, no, it was good. It was good. <laughs> But now it's like, it's, it's like the artist and the second album. You, you got to bring it. Oh, I see what you're saying. I was like, don't. Okay. You got to bring it. And it's got to yeah. be not as good. It's got to be better. Yeah. And you have to be enthused about it. You can't. I, I think I probably would fight anybody, but I loved Guardians too. Guardians 2 is my favorite between Guardians 1 and 1 and 2. See? It, it, they brought it. Now, um, the, for, Thor, the opening scene alone did it. I was like, no, that's, it's better. Thor 2, not good. I've never seen Thor 2. Don't. I saw Thor 1, but I don't remember <laughs> much of it. I enjoy it mostly because Loki is such a central part of it. But Thor 3 was amazing it surpassed one and two but yeah then, thor, that, thor three did something special that just that just 
proves the point. They were going to have a Thor series regardless. Mm -hmm. The two was so bad. So three had to knock it out. And it had to be not better than the second. It had to be better than the first. They had almost planned for a very more, a much more serious tone to Thor 3. They completely changed the direction of the movie. Um, Taika Waititi watched a trailer that the production crew had had shown. And um, when he watched it, it had this like funny tone to it. And he's like, oh, that should be the movie. Let's stop this whole movie. Let's stop this whole, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this whole thing. And let's do this movie instead. Um, right. And it, it's it's like it's like you said, you don't want somebody who's like lackadaisical about making this movie or frustrated about having to make this movie. You want somebody who cares about it. You want somebody right. who's excited, even if it has a, you know what I mean? Um, right. Something like that. So yeah, yeah, you're right. Because Taika is all over Thor 3. I mean, you can just feel mm. his imprint. And he directed if not one, or I think he did at least one episode of The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And he was one of those robots. He was the, he was the, um, the super droid, the, the, the hunter droid. That was Taika. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. He directed that whole last episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's dope. So you gotta have people with vision. Vision. Wanda. Gotta have vision. Poor vision. Um, so before we get out of here, I just have one last announcement. Namor and Hulk just got bought from Universal. So we got him back at the team. So they're no longer universal properties? No longer. Dang. They got everybody. <laughs> they got everybody now. That is exhausting. Except, except Spider-Man. Right, because Sony's not going <laughs> to let Spider-Man go. Like, you got no. all these other properties. We are no. not letting this go. They're going to do Venom. They're going to do Carnage. Mm-hmm. They're going to do Spider-Man. They're going to do all of these characters. They're the only ones Norman on the block. Norman Osborn, everybody. They're just going to kill it. Mm-hmm. It's you across the street, Disney, and it's us across the street, Sony. We not, that's us. It's only everybody else moved out or got bought out, but we stay yeah. in. Right. As the conglomerate takes up all the property around you. Right. <laughs> it's gentrification. Stay, right. It's gentrification. They're going to stay in their little mom and pop shop. Like, yep. we're not going anywhere. Yeah, we get all Spider-Man in this house, right? <laughs> right. Right. But yeah, yeah. Um, so hopefully Mark Ruffalo's talks with Kevin Feige can lead to something bigger than <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. But you know, oh my God, as I was rewatching, I just rewatched it like yesterday. Mm-hmm. And Valkyrie says to, to Hulk, I think I liked you either one of the other two ways better. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, me too. <laughs> I do not like the talking Hulk. I don't like the smart Hulk. I want to yeah, Hulk. Stark Hulk is cool. He was smart. He was cool until he like refused to like get angry. I was like, no, Smart Hulk is dope because you can access both sides. You right. can't just be smart and buff. I don't want a smart buff person. A smart buff person is not the same as a smart Hulk. You need right. to be smart and you need to be Hulk. It needs to be right. Yeah, get angry. He was like, ugh. I would have loved a scene where he and the Hulk uh, cross paths by accident. And then he's like, what? He's like, no, don't, don't worry about it. And he like knocks out, he like knocks out the stronghold <laughs> or something like that. Cause he like can't mess up the time continuum. And I know it's a little thing and we got to wrap up, but we do. Uh, when the ancient one pushes him out of his body and mm-hmm. Banner is standing there, why does Banner have on a shirt? You did that. <laughs> you did that. But Maybe, why? 
Maybe his spirit form just has clothes. But why? <laughs> why do spirits need clothes? And he's in. She just separated the two, the two spirits of these people. Yeah, and he had regular clothes too. Yes, he had on a plaid shirt. Why? Why does he have on clothes? Yeah, that's true. Plot hole. And why does Hulk have so much body hair? Uh, I don't know. That's that one's out of left field. I that I didn't expect you to. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why think, he has so much body hair. Because I, I was, it was he had like little ball balls on his chest. Like Banner doesn't have that. We've seen him with no shirt on. So why does Hulk have body hair if Banner doesn't have body hair? I like Hulk with a beard. He looks really cool. Have you seen that one? No. It's in the um, the Incredible Hulk. Then he just looks comic. like Beast. I want Hulk and Beast to meet, though. No, that's the thing. I wonder if that's ever happened. That sounds like a very one-sided fight. Hulk, Hulk, stronger than there is. Beast is pretty strong. Hulk is strongest there is, though. Mm. That'd be a good fight. Mm-mm. I'm gonna look it. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> but this has been the House <laughs> of Afros, Capes, and Curls. I am your host, Alex. I'm Jade. You can find me at Alex B underscore illustrations on Instagram. And Jade can be found in a space that I don't remember off the top of my head. Afroscapescurls.com um, underscore H-O-A-C-C at Twitter and Instagram. I think that's right. Afrocon is is confirmed for 10 10 2020 10 10 2020 okay yep all right well see y'all later this is a house of afros capes and curls production